playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. Welcome back, my people. Welcome back to another episode of the Radical Latina Show. What is popping? My God, I this whole week to me has been fucking insane. You know what I'm saying? Been fucking insane. But I'm glad to have you guys here back again with another episode. Hope you guys are enjoying it. My last episode with the brother Crumb. Shout out to him. Um, I'm actually recording this a day before. The podcast comes out, so you guys are hearing it fresh. You feel me? So, uh, Brother Crumb, you know, uploaded this, the the interview, but he he tweaked it a, tweaked it a little bit. But um, shout out to him! If you guys haven't heard that interview, go check his page out and hear it, or check my page out and hear it. But shout out to the Brother Crumb because he remixed it, and not for nothing, that shit sounds way better than you know than what I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That shit sounds way better than what I did. So, shout out to the brother Crumb. Um, me and him are in talks to do part two. So we'll definitely let all of you guys know. You know what I'm saying? A part two for that for that interview. I just want you guys to you know digest all the information he was giving you guys. You know what I'm saying? Because there was a lot of heavy information. I know some of that information went over your heads. I had a couple of people actually hitting hitting me up on Twitter more than anything about yo um i'm checking everything he's saying now everything is matching up you should you should have a more blah 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 you know what i'm saying he's a good brother so um you know you gotta just you know talk about it you know having him as a recurring guest but if you guys want to hear more of that he you know he has a youtube channel you know crumb tv you know what i'm saying just go crumb tv and you check him out he he does this shit on a daily so you know shout out to him you know, good brother, you know, he, he came out on the podcast, you know, shout out to him that he came in and all that. So, you know, that shit was a really good interview. Hope I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of great feedback. You know what I mean? I like that little remix he did too to the episode. That shit was tough. You know, it shit sounded way better than my shit. I was like, damn, I didn't even recognize my voice. I'm like, yo, who's this? <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, anywho, yeah, so, um, uh, let's let's get into the to to the couple of things you know, I want to talk. Well, before you know, before I uh, before I get into anything, uh, well, yeah, the first thing I want to talk about is the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Oh my fucking god, man! Shit, really, guys? We're really going to chicken sandwiches now? You know what I'm saying? We're really uh, wilding out on chicken sandwiches and shit, like. What the fuck? You know, it's just a sick chicken sandwich. I'm not going to lie. I damn near try to get the chicken sandwich in the... Listen, I went to Bay Plaza. I'm going to start naming a couple of places in the Bronx. Went to Bay Plaza. That shit was sold out. Went to Fordham. Shit was sold out. I went to um, Burnside. That shit was sold out. You know what I'm saying? I went damn near almost everywhere. I even went to Harlem. That shit was sold out. I went to... Damn near... I went to Jersey. That shit was damn near sold out. So I'm like, what 
the fuck? Like, how good is this chicken sandwich? But, you know, I'll, I haven't tried it yet. So, you know, me and my shorty, we were like, you know, driving, driving around all day just trying to find that fucking sandwich. But it is what it is. Um, well, I'll let you guys know whenever I do taste it or whatever and what my thoughts about it is. But I know, I know it's just all the hype, so it's not even that serious. But, um, some of these people, yo, y'all really showing out. Y'all really, like, y'all really going in on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw one video where there's a shorty that went to the Popeyes all naked and shit. Just, just painted and, like, she painted herself. You know what I'm saying? She painted herself, but she was naked. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Y'all, y'all for real? You know what I'm saying? A couple of people fighting employees because there's no more chicken. I'm like, yo, that's kind of, uh, yo, let's, let's, let's relax with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's chill out, you know? Like, it's not that fucking serious. You feel me? It's not that serious, you know? But it is what it is. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for it. But, you know, it's not that, you know, it's not that serious to, to be bugging out. For goddamn, you know, just for a goddamn sandwich that they don't got, you know what I mean? But um, anyway, so moving on to the Dave Chappelle comedy special that he did. Jesus Christ, yo, Dave Chappelle's comedy special is called Stick and, uh, Sticks and Stones, right? And at first, I was usually when the comic puts a title of a of a comedy special out. Usually the title of the comedy special is supposed to be related on, you know, the mood of the crowd, the topics that they're gonna be talking about, you know, uh, how they're feeling at the moment, you know, trials and tribulations and all this other bullshit, right? Or sometimes it doesn't even have a meaning at all, you know? But the, the, just the, just the title of that special, Sticks and Stones, and I'm like, okay, this is very interesting. And then when I saw that special, I was like, geez, geez. He, he basically, this is, I'm not saying Dave Chappelle was one of my favorites, but Dave Chappelle is a damn near genius. That man, basically, he was going in on everybody. Basically, his whole thing was cancel culture. Let's keep it real. That's what his whole thing was on cancel culture. That's the main reason why he even called it sticks and stones. You know what I'm saying? So his whole special was on cancel culture and he just went at it. You know, he talked about Anthony Bourdain. He talked about the LGBTQ. He talked about the um what else he took uh, he, he, he talked about abortion and all that and yo he he was just you know he was hitting it straight up you know what i'm saying he talked about our kept you know what i mean and a couple of things like it was you know people were going out their way to like oh my god this is outrageous i can't believe he did this and i'm like um yo what the fuck like the most of the people criticizing him were the people on the left, you know, um, the LGBTQ community. And I'm going to be completely honest. The way he started it off, 
pretty hard, but I saw the point at the end. That's a whole part of comedy. You know what I'm saying? They always say that comedy stage is sacred. You can't really blame or, sac or sacrifice or not sacrifice, but you know, uh, you know, like, like, uh, mess up a comic's uh, whole career just because of what they're saying. That's the whole point of the comedy stage It's sacred. It's sacred. The comedy stage is sacred. Now, sometimes they, those comics, they lose their goddamn mind and because of pressure or whatever the case is, <clears throat> and it goes beyond comedy. Then it goes into some personal shit and that's, that's not respected whatsoever. You feel what I'm saying? That shit was not respected whatsoever because now it's not in the form of comedy. You're not doing your profession. There's no punchline. Now you're just bugging out. For example, I forgot that guy's name, but he went on a whole N-word rant. You know what I'm saying? And you know, there's some white comics out there that says the, that say the N-word and stuff, but they say in the basis of jokes. They say in the basis of jokes and then you get it and you're like, okay, I understand it. It's in the stage of comedy. That's sacred. You know what I'm saying? Personally, I, I'm not cool with that, but it is what it is. But I forgot who it was. I forgot that dude's name, but he went on a whole N-word ramp where there was no punchline whatsoever. He was just saying the N-word. And people went like, okay, there better be a goddamn punchline after this shit. But nah, he just, he just short-circuited. My man just straight up short-circuited and started bugging out. You know what I'm saying? So that's very different. That's very different. Uh, a lot of people want to point at, you know, George Lopez and you know, when a, a crowd was heckling, you know, heckling him or, or what was one person was heckling him. Yeah. I find, I find that a little distasteful because he didn't hit back, you know, with jokes he kind of did, but in the same time, it kind of got to him. You know what I'm saying? And he, he kicked that lady out. You feel what I'm saying? He kicked that lady out. So that I find this tasteful that I'm not saying this is in the form of comedy that you just took it to some personal shit. You didn't have to kick no person out. You know what I mean? You didn't have to kick no person out. You could have just roasted them and that's it. Just kept it moving. If they kept on being a little disrespectful, that's when, you know, you go out and just kick them out or whatever the case is. But with Dave Chappelle, right? I saw the LGBTQ community coming at him. Like, I was like, wait a minute. He never said nothing wrong about what you guys do or think or anything. He didn't say nothing wrong about that. The way he started his whole formula was that on the Ch Dave Chappelle show, he couldn't say the F word. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to, you know, because this is going to be on YouTube. So I'm going to just censor it, the flag it flagger <laughs> you know what i mean the flagate word so he couldn't say it and you know the censorship board was like dave listen you couldn't say it and he goes like oh all right cool um whatever so before he walks out he comes back and goes hey so um how come i can say flag it you know and the, the censorship board said, well, you know, because you're not, you know, you're not gay. And then he goes, he counters with this. Well, I can say the N word with impunity and that's okay. And then, 
You know what I'm saying? And then she goes, you know, but yeah, you're not gay. And he goes, but I'm not the N word either. You know what I'm saying? That's a hard joke to do, but it gets to the point. It gets to the point that white folks got more rights in this country than the people who've been fighting for civil rights do. If you guys don't know, the whole civil rights bill was added after, you know, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, all these other people, you know, they fought, they fought. Those are supposed to be for black folks specifically. What ended up happening was they ended up putting gender in it in that civil rights bill. And then they ended up putting uh, sexuality in it. You feel what I'm saying? So on that civil rights bill, if you're a woman, you get your rights protected. And the most people who take advantage of that, that right are white women. If you're gay, now look at that. Look at all these uh, letters, LGBTQ, you know, HDTV, LTE, 5G, and all these other shit. Look at that. That goes all in the banner of civil rights. And I'm going to do an episode on how the LGBTQ, it's kind of used as a hustle. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of used as a hustle. I'm not saying that they don't deserve rights. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that white folks get more rights in this country than the people who deserve it do. Black folks deserve more rights than these white folks out here. So because of your sexuality, they don't look at that. They look at white first and they rather protect their feelings than black folks saying the N word. You feel what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? So that's where that joke went. And then he went on with, you know, designating each letter to what they represent and, you know, putting them in the car together or whatever the case is. He made it very funny. And I don't see why they will get offended. The funny thing is, this is what I found funny. Funny thing is when a group of people, they get offended. It's because you touched the nerve and you called out the hypocrisy. That's the only time when, before I started this podcast, before I started this whole platform that I got, I was on Facebook, believe it or not, on my personal account, just going ham, you know, with my Facebook fingers, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Debating people. Debating people, I will have fucking threads, 500 comments, 600 comments, damn near a thousand comments going in on people. And most of these were white folks. And I would be like, no, you're wrong. You, I would call them out. You, you are a white supremacist because of the, or you are suspected white supremacist because of that. You know what I'm saying? I would go in on them on some of my beliefs and some of my views. Just go in and in and in. And the most people that were very outspoken were the ones that I was speaking about. No, Colin Kaepernick shouldn't kneel down. That's disrespectful to the flag. I'm like, well, you say that because 
you're you know you're secretly a white supremacist and you're just using this as a scapegoat to basically hate on the black man instead of seeing the real problem because if you really cared about the flag you would have really stand with him because what he's doing is talking about you know things that certain um citizens rights are being violated so this has nothing to do with the flag it just has to do with race to you and when you call those people out then they go into you know victim mode and all this other bullshit you know what i'm saying but that's my point hit dogs will holler you know so those people who are offended on the lgbtq community those are the ones that are being called out with their hypocrisy those are the ones that are being called out with hey listen those rights over there you didn't earn and if you do use your white privilege for other people to actually earn those same rights share some of that because those civil rights were due to black folks if it wasn't for black folks you wouldn't get shit you know what i'm saying and trust me latinos we're not we're not innocent in all of this if it wasn't for black folks we wouldn't even be allowed in this country but that's for another time you already know what it is but that's that, that's what's going on you know what i'm saying so i'm like you know y'all just getting called out with your hypocrisy you know what i mean again i got no problem with gay people you know there's a couple of gay folks in my family i'm you know more power to them you know what i'm saying like i don't care you know you like to you know you like to suck wild dick all right cool bro do your thing i don't care you know shout out to you you know what i'm saying but the whole point is hypocrisy will show their ugly face and you will see who people are based on what is being presented you will see somebody's true colors when something's being presented you feel what i'm saying so with that yo shout out to dave Chappelle. you know that shit was a funny 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 ass uh uh standard special you know what i'm saying um you guys should definitely go check it out on netflix now moving on to somebody on youtube janelle eliana now for those who might not know or be too savvy about it but this girl janelle eliana uh she became a overnight success uh no literally a overnight success that's not hyperbole or hyperbola or whatever you want to say it but she became an overnight success like dead ass um she ended up gaining two million views on in the span of two days well, I'm sorry. Actually, a million subscribers. I'm sorry. Let me let me backtrack. Let me correct myself. She ended up getting a million subscribers in the span of two just two days, and she only had two videos. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, people were like, "Yo, who the fuck is this chick?" You know, there was a, there's been a lot of conspiracy theories out there. You know what I'm saying? But everybody was like, "Yo, who is this chick? What the hell? Why am I getting recommended?" um her how come her videos are popping up in my recommendation on my news feeding all this other bullshit on home you know and people were like yo is she an industry plant what's going on this and this and this so 
I, I didn't want to check out the hype, so I wanted to check it out for myself. And those two videos, so let me give you guys a background. This girl basically lives in the van. She tricked out her van to make it suitable for her lifestyle. And she's one of these like herbal tea, happy-go-lucky, you know, uh, li life is all happiness and free and we should all hug each other and make a rainbow. You know, type of girls. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Shout out to her. She seems pretty happy. And, you know, I wish her all the luck and all the success in the world, you know. And so she's making these little videos. So I'm like, oh, you know, it's like little cute, little cutesy dootsy little videos. Um, it's like, it's like uh, blog style. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to lie. You know, she's a very attractive girl. You know, not more attractive than, you know, my girl. You know what I'm saying? got to say that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, no, she's a very attractive girl. So I see that a lot of people who are hating, I'm seeing a lot of women videos, especially white women, <laughs> believe it or not, a lot of white women who are making little, res not responses, but little, you know, commentary videos to how come she became an overnight success and all this other stuff. And I feel, I kind of sense like there's some jealousy and hate with some of these comments, you know, with some of these videos, there's a lot of jealousy and hate. And most of these women that I'm seeing, they're looking plain as shit. They're just looking with no life in them, plain as fuck, and just like, uh, you know, and all this other bullshit. Looking like The Walking Dead, you know what I mean? Hating on some girl that just got some overnight success. Now, everybody was thinking that she was an in industry plant because nobody in the history of YouTube gets a million subscribers in two days. Well, if you actually, you know, see some of her tactics, she only got two videos. I'm not calling her dumb. I'm not calling her stupid or whatever the case is, but I think she just, she's not, you know, a fucking marketing genius. She just lucked up on the search engine. If you guys don't know, everything revolves around search engines. That's the reason why I title my videos a certain way or my, my podcast episodes a certain way. That's the reason why I, you know, if I'm interviewing or featuring somebody, I feature them the way they need to be searched up. You know what I'm saying? So that's the reason why I do those type of things is because of the search engine. If multiple people are searching a certain keyword phrases, you want that type of shit to be number one, right? So I'm not hating on that. So her first video is like van life, something, something house tour. You know, everything was a keyword search. Bang, 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 bang. You know, and guess what? Van life, believe it or not, is becoming extremely, extremely popular. A lot of people are choosing to ditch the home and live in a van. Shit. I even told my girl that. I said, yo, babe, fuck all of that. Fuck this house shit. Yo, let's just live in the van. She thinks I'm crazy. I kind of digging it. You know what I'm saying? But give me like a week or two. And I'm like, yo, fuck this van shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, but seriously speaking, she just hit all the key words. You know what I'm saying? She just hit all the key words. And that's all it was. That's all it was. She just hit all the keyword phrases and it got her video to number one for the people who are actually, you know, searching this stuff up. 
it, there's no conspiracy. She the, didn't pay for ad space or uh, none, none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's all it was. Like, I'm seeing a lot of people hate or whatever the case is. And I'm like, nah, it's not even for all that. Let this chick rock. Shout out to her. So if you guys don't know, just, you know, give, you know, give her, give her a view, subscribe to her channel. You know, I think she's doing some good shit. You know what I mean? Now I want to move on to something very briefly, very, very briefly. I want to move on to the Jay-Z deal. Yep. The Jay-Z deal. Um, Jay-Z. Jay-Z, Jay-Z, Jesus Christ. So recently Dame Dash was on a podcast, right? Dame Dash was on the podcast. Um, I actually forgot the name of the podcast, but he was on a podcast interview and they asked him about Jay-Z. I put it on my Instagram and I think I put it on my Twitter, but they asked him about Jay-Z, right? About this NFL deal. And this is pretty much what he said. There's a big conversation going on about this NFL thing. Do you think that Jay did Jermaine Dupri dirty with uh, this situation that's been described multiple times? I've just seen Funkmaster Flex talk to JD and confirm that that's what happened. I'm sure you feel some type of way about this. I mean, everybody knows Jay and shit. Like, that's, everyone knows that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's does not that a... surprise you at all? Because that seems particularly shady. Listen, if you ask anyone in the industry, it's a common knowledge that Jay ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Define like, ain't shit for our audience. He, he's here. about the bag. You right. know, we all know that. It's about he's self-preserving, period. Like, you know, it's just that the people he does it to don't have, like, Beyonce next to him. They don't have that kind of a power. But, you know, this dude here, everyone's looking. Mm. So I just think he kind of, like, you know, like, he used to do that shit. Like, it, it, he's like, it's not even, like, a, a, a secret. You know, he'd do that shit to me with girls. Like, you know, he'll be like, you know, I'll be talking to a chick, and I'll be like, yo, you should ask me to do this, that, and the third. And he'd be like, I wouldn't do it. And then the next day he's wifed her. And I'd be like, oh, that's some funny shit. Right. You know, you know what you're dealing with when you deal with Jay. You know, Jermaine Dupree, I, I feel like, you know, again, for me to talk, it, 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 it's hard because I can't completely be objective, but it's the news of today. Huh. But I just think if you look under the hood, all the answers will reveal themselves. There's always been a pattern with that dude. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. Y'all know what it is. It's just everyone always forgives him. Yeah. You know, he's like Trump in that way. So well, he could do anything, say anything, you know, you know, and, and you know, look at it. And and everyone goes with, I guess, they just go with the populace sometimes, you know, but like, Wow, so my man has a history of doing this shit. And for those who don't know why Jermaine Dupree was actually mentioned, is because Jermaine Dupree actually was the first one to actually get, was given that deal first. You know what I'm saying? Either way, he shouldn't have taken it. Jay-Z shouldn't have taken it. But it's a snake move knowing that Jay called Jermaine Dupri up saying, don't take that deal. We got to do it for our people. And then Jermaine Dupri listens to him and he goes behind his back and actually does a deal. You know what I'm saying? So according to Dame Dash, Jay-Z ain't shit. Now we're just wising up to it. You know what I'm saying? Now we're wising up to it. Now we're like, yo, we're calling this dude out. You're looking a little funny style and all this other shit. You know what I'm saying? This is from a somebody that actually used to be right next to Jay-Z. Somebody that actually was, you know, hands and hands with Jay-Z who built Jay-Z up, who actually built the whole empire like Rock Nation, Rockefeller and all that. You know what I'm saying? So if he's saying he ain't shit, why are some of 
these people, some of these naysayers out here, just saying, well, you gotta wait until we see what Jay-Z does with it. Remember, you gotta go inside. He's gonna go inside and break apart. And listen, that's not, listen, 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 listen. That's not true. The same way how they think Jay-Z is part of a secret society. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Listen, white people are not going to put you in positions of power to change their shit. That's not going to happen. If you think so, then you're living a lie. You know what I'm saying? If that does happen, if that does happen, you have to be so secretive and so covert, covert that when you get them out of the way once you get them everybody out when you actually start making moves and you become a ceo and you become their boss it gotta be so surprising nobody even knows about it you know what i'm saying the fuck out of here he ain't gonna change shit he ain't gonna change shit look at the nfl they settled with cap and they can even give him his money back just to give him some money you know what i'm saying they didn't even give him his job back get the fuck out of here you really think Jay-Z's gonna go in there and start changing some shit? No. I'm sorry, I'm not rocking with Jay with this one. I'm not rocking with Jay with this one. I'm sorry, I'm calling him out. That's some coon shit, I'm sorry, that's what it is. That's what it is. And Jay-Z hasn't done anything in history to help out his people. Let's, even, let's go to the people in Brooklyn. He has not done anything for the people in Brooklyn. If you don't believe me, look at his track record. You just heard from Dame Dash yourself. He ain't shit. My man used to do that with girls to me. You know what I'm saying? You heard him. My man used to play me with girls. Now you, I wouldn't do that and then he would wipe them up. You know what I'm saying? This is something I've I always, this is something I was taught and then I was taught the same thing at home. But this is something I was taught. You want to see a man's real, uh, the way he really feels about you, the way he really thinks. If you want to see what a man is, their real characteristics, there's a couple of things that will happen. Just introduce money into the situation and a girl into the situation. Those two things. You introduce money and girls in the situation, you will see what that man really does. You will see his true colors. You will see him for who he is. You feel what I'm saying? I'm telling you, introduce, even if, look, even if you're a girl in the situation, introduce another shorty, probably the that looks as, as the same as you or better. Or introduce some money. You know what I'm saying? Introduce a situation where money is tight or something like that. Or, or there's big powers, you know what I mean? Introduce something like that and you'll see what a person's true ag uh, agenda is. Two things will always show that. Money and girls, dead ass. I know people getting shot quicker over a girl than over a brick. That's a, J that's a Jada Kiss line, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to Kiss. But it's true. It's true. So the fact that he does that shit with not only business, but in his personal, you know what I'm saying? That shows a character flaw. That shows that my man's a snake in real life. That shows that he ain't really, he ain't really out here like he says he is. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, 
if you guys, the naysayers that still think that Jay-Z will still gonna do what he's gonna do out here in these streets and all this other shit, there was a little, like, little uh, concert press conference thing or whatever. I'm still trying to find the full version. But my dude, yo, my dude, Jay-Z, is starting to sound like Kanye West. Check this out. You think about the idea of uh, growing up in a single-parent house, which I grew up in, which me grew up in, and having an adverse feeling for authority, right? Your father's gone, so you like... I hate my dad. Well, nobody tell me what to do. I'm the man in the house. And then you hit the street and you run into a police officer. And his first thing is put your hands up, freeze, shut up. And you're like, excuse my language, everybody. You're like, fuck you. Right? So that, in that interaction causes people to lose lives. Yo, what the fuck is he talking about? My God. Is he for real? He's talking about single parent households is the reason why police brutality exists? What the fuck? So let me get this straight. A single parent household is the reason why Oscar Grant got shot in the back, right? Okay. A single parent household is the reason why Freddie Gray got shot by the police, right? Oh, okay. A single parent household is the reason why Eric Garner got choked out, right? Is, 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 that, is that what he's saying? That makes no fucking sense. So it's not white supremacy, it's a single parent household. You see how stupid this shit sounds? A single parent household? What the fuck? I I'm gonna give you guys a very quick history lesson, if you guys don't know. Back in the, back before the 60s, when Jim Crow was a thing, the family, the family, the black family structure was actually intact. The black family structure was actually intact. They was not having kids out of wedlock. The mother and father was around. They were just, you know, doing what they gotta do to survive. But guess what was a repeated thing though? Police brutality, hmm, interesting. Black crime was still high. Why? Because it was more illegal things for black people to do. So when Jay-Z talks about the reason for police brutality is because the father's not around. Why isn't the father around? Jay-Z's not gonna tell you that right now, right? Why, he, he should know. Why isn't the father around? Maybe because there's a system in place that takes care of that. Maybe because there's a system in place that sensitizes the lack of a male figure in the household. You know what I'm saying? So, Get the fuck out of here with that all that bullshit talking about well the reason why police brutality you know what I'm saying? Why is this deal really being done? Should we really look at Jay-Z as a opportunist? Opportunist? You know what I'm saying? I'm not out here trying to like name call him or whatever the case is, but we gotta call facts facts. Jay-Z is out for himself. Dame Dad said it. Jay-Z is always about the bag. Why are you surprised? He always just gets the, you know, the, the, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's totally fine. Just like Trump. Is this going to be another time or are we going to say enough is enough? You're not for our community. You know what I'm saying? Because let's be honest, most of his other albums, but, but besides the 444 before that was, it, I think, Holy Grail 
that shit was bundled with Samsung. And I think his other two albums was bundled, like bundled in. So obviously it got to a million sales. He's not making money like that with music. You know what I'm saying? He's not making money like that with music. Besides 444, that was his grown man shit. Shout out to that. But he was just spewing the same shit that we were fucking talking about. So he was just an opportunist with that. Are we going to really call out our people now? The people that look like us? To actually be like, oh, yeah, you're not for us. You just talk that good shit. You just know how to talk that good shit. The thing is that we're so mesmerized by people like this is because of white supremacy. White supremacy has gotten us so confused, has gotten us so entangled and so dependent on what they do is that when somebody talks against that system and it makes sense, and you don't see no track record from them. We just look, keep on talking. We're doing that preacher shit. These are preachers. These are ghetto preachers right now. That's basically what it is. These are ghetto preachers that we're letting them get away with just talking some good shit. Nah, I'm sorry. Let's get away from that. Somebody starts talking some good shit and they have a history of doing that. And they have a history of money behind them and they haven't done anything for their community, tell them to get the fuck out. Plain and simple. I always go back to Nipsey Hussle. Always go back to Nipsey Hussle. My dude was nowhere close to a millionaire, but yet he was doing more for his community than all these other Jay-Z wannabes out here wanna do. You know what I'm saying? He didn't ask for funding for a school. He didn't ask for funding for DVDs. He didn't ask for courses and lectures and shit. Well, he asked for like, buy my music and I'll take care of it. People bought his music and guess what? He started taking care of it. You know what I'm saying? Let's look behind the facade. You feel me? Let's look behind the facade and let's see a track record. Cause best believe if I start making some money moves, you know what I'm saying? I'm not just going to be talking my shit for damn near close to 10, 12, you know, 30 years. And y'all not going to see a legacy of me doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all going to see some work. Y'all definitely going to see some work. You know what I'm saying? And for the listeners who are listening now, you guys are my day ones. Y'all, you know, part of the grassroots. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be asking for funding to open up a school and all that other bullshit. Nah, get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Nah, get out of here with that. But my whole point is we got to look at track records. We got to look at history. Let's look at history. Are these people really who they say they are? You know what I'm saying? Or just, they just here for a, a real good time. You know what I mean? All right. So moving on to something, um, very, you know, something very, uh, not weird. Well, kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? Just very quickly. Um, the, do you guys know the toy store Hasbro? They bought death row crazy, right? You guys know who Hasbro is the toy company. They bought death row. They bought death row records. That's insane. I couldn't even believe it. When I read that shit, I was like, what Hasbro? Hasbro for real? The toy company? They bought Death Row? 
Yo, to me, that's confusing as fuck. Why would a toy company buy Death Row? You know what I'm saying? Now, this is the thing. This is the thing. Uh, Death Row owns, I believe, everything from Tupac's catalog. Snoop Dogg's catalog and all that. Uh, Tupac's families, I don't even think they have the masters of Tupac shit. That shit right there is a gold mine. Tupac's catalog is a gold mine. And it makes money damn near, um, you know, years on years on years. You know what I'm saying? From classic albums and shit. So, this is another way as white supremacy owning, uh, you know, owning part of the industry. You know what I'm saying? Instead of going to the Tupac estate and asking them for, hey, can we use this song? No, they're going to go to a toy company and obviously they're going to get their cut. You know, you, you feel me? So, you know, I saw this as a, uh, as a way I was like, oh, shit, here we go. We're back to not owning shit again. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, moving on to the next topic. Eric Garner's killer, the murderer, that son of a bitch. Um, Pentaglio, I believe his name is, right? He made, he was in headlines to, um, a couple of days ago because the NYPD finally came to the decision to firing his stupid ass, right? After he went to trial, after he started getting donations from people, after all of this other shit, after he killed somebody on video, they decided to fire him. He was acquitted on all counts. They went, um, I think they went back to court. The Garner family kept on going back to court. The Justice Department found out that he did nothing wrong and all this other crazy shit. And the NYPD decided to fire him. Hmm. So everybody, there's some people going like, yeah, this is something good. A lot of people saying, yeah, this is something bad. And other people are saying, eh, I don't feel like we got justice. And I'm on that side. I don't feel like we got justice. This dude should have been in jail, getting beat up by inmates on a daily. He probably is going to get protected in jail, whatever the case is, you know? But this dude ended up getting a promotion at his job. You know what I'm saying? He ended up getting a promotion at his job. So this is the thing. I don't really know the inner workings of the NYPD, but I do got a couple of friends inside of it and they've kind of broke it down. I'm not going to say, you know, obviously I'm not going to say any names, but I'm going to break it down the way they told me when a cop gets shot, right? On the line of duty. It could literally be your first day. You automatically get upgraded to lieutenant. I know. I'm sorry. Detective. Detective grade. Because you get a bump. If you die, you know, that, that bump pay goes to your family and all that other shit. If you live, you automatically get upgraded. You know? All right. Cool. Now, since when Eric Garner, you know, died, got killed by Pentaglio, they try to blame... The, the, the black police chief or whatever, but anyway. Um, he ended up getting bumped up 
to, I believe, uh, a, de a desk duty, but he ended up getting bumped up and started getting more money. Besides donations, he started getting more money. You know what I'm saying? And all of that goes to their pension. You feel me? All of that shit goes to their pension. Now, uh, whenever they, whenever NYPD officers, they get injured in a job or whatever the case is, and they already collected all that, you know, they already got all that time or whatever rank they're at, you know what I mean? They get to be, you know, they, they get the choice to get, you know, to bail that shit out. Yeah, I'll, I'll retire early or whatever the case is. I want all that money. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, the city keeps on paying them. You know? Again, I don't know the inner workings of the firing of Pentalio, but I I have a very high, high, high... This is all alleged. This is just me thinking. But I have a very high, 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 high probability that I believe that since they fired them, they gave him a very cush, cushy, cushy, cushy uh, severance package on his way out. They were like, listen, you you make the department look bad. Um, we haven't recovered since that incident with Eric Garner. The fact that we keep you around is making some of the residents a little hostile and all that. We need to protect the public face. The mayor is on our asses. We're going to have to let you go, but here we go. This is how white supremacy protects itself, but you're not going to go empty handed. Tell him what he won. You know what I'm saying? Well, thank you, Jerry. He, he won a brand new car, you know, like he's not going to go out all, you know, all, uh, all without, you know, with, with a empty, empty hands and all that. You know what I mean? He's going to get protected. They're going to look out for this motherfucker. You know, they're going to look out for him. So I bet you they, they gave him his, you know, his pension a little early. You feel what I'm saying? But this is just me just thinking, I don't really know. But the fact is that most white supremacists, they don't get fired. They get transferred. This is something we got to understand. We got to understand this. Remember when Mark Furman was in the OJ case and it came out that he was actually a staunch white supremacist, you know, planning evidence on black people left and right just to get them locked up. He was on tape bragging about the shit. And when it came out on court that he was the main dude finding almost everything that led shit, led it back to OJ. They were like, yo, we can't, that's it. Throw the shit out. We can't. You know what I'm saying? We can't. The main racist dude found everything. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So what ended up happening was he went to work for Fox news. Yeah. Mark Furman, the white supremacist who on tape admitted to planning evidence on getting black folks locked up. And he's saying himself, I hate interracial marriages and couples and all this other crazy bullshit. He's the same one who found all the evidence coincidentally, coincidentally. How convenient is that? Wow. How convenient is fucking that? You know what I'm saying? That's wild convenient. So coincidentally, he just, you know, stumbled. Hey, look, I found a bloody glove. Oops. Oh shit. 
There's even blood in this Bronco. Hey, some of that blood that you found in the Bronco has NDA in it. The only um, NDA that actually it, it, it's admitted in one of the test tubes when you actually drain blood. Hey, 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 stop asking questions. You're asking too many questions. You know what I'm saying? Those, that's the same motherfucker now that's working for Fox News and shit. He wrote mad books and he still gets paid. You feel what I'm saying? So you really think that Pentaleo is really got fired and he's not going to get paid? Yo, this, this dude is getting paid out, bro. Fuck out of here. This dude is getting paid out. Feel what I'm saying? This dude is getting paid out. He's he he's gonna he's gonna be good in in these little uh, white supremacist white circles. You feel me? But anyway, so moving on to my next topic. Um, it's actually two topics in one. You know, there was a, a viral video that went out that that was out circulating around a couple of days and stuff like that. See two of honest white supremacist women. Yeah. The first viral uh, video is about a little girl basically in the park, just spewing the N word to this family saying like, listen, you, your people are sick. You know, he's, you know, he's the N he's this little kid's a nigger and all this other crazy shit. You know what I mean? So it, it, it went viral and, and here you go. You guys could, you know, hear it for yourselves and I'll, and I'll break it down a little by little, but here you go. What does that word mean? You're a nigger. What that mean? He's a nigger. What does it mean though? Like, what is a nigger? What is it, a person or what? Like, what is yeah. it? How does it make you one? How does it make you? One? My people, mind you, uh, this little girl is in the park. You know what I'm saying? Let me give you guys some context for people who haven't seen it. It's in the park, getting recorded by the mother, and the little girl is just calling this little kid the, you know, the little baby, the N word. You know what I'm saying? And the mother, you know, shout out to her. She's tape recording the whole thing. You know what I mean? And she's questioning her little bullshit beliefs. Beliefs. You know what I'm saying? But she, I think this little girl is like eight or nine or something like that. But she knows the difference between, hey, I got privileges and your kids don't. You know what I'm saying? She automatically understands that. But the thing is, she can't really articulate it. You know what I'm saying? She can't really codify her bullshit because when white supremacists, they grow up, they learn to codify their, their little bullshit to, to the point where it turns into hand signals and all this other bullshit. You know, like Trump and all that. But just just keep on listening. What is a nigger? A person or what? Like, what is yeah. it? How does it make you one? How does it make you one? Uh, are you one? No. Why? Why aren't you, Why aren't you one? You're taking a video. <laughs> is that on Snapchat? No, not. On your pictures? Yeah. Why is it? So right now the little girl found out. Oh, listen, she's recording. Let me let me chill out. And her whole demeanor changes. You know what I'm saying? But mind you, see we got see the thing is, kids. When we're kids, we we know what's right and wrong. Even when we're infants, certain words feel a certain way. You know what I'm saying? So when she's calling that little baby, the little boy, the N-word, and she's calling that little boy the N-word, mind you, listen to how he's yelling. He's like, ah, and all this other crazy stuff because he knows that's wrong. You know what I'm saying? He knows that that's wrong. And, you know, she she's just like spewing it. You know what I'm saying? But just just keep on listening. Pictures. Yeah. 
Why is it? Why is you? Why aren't you a nigger? Cause I'm not. Why? You said he won. He's a baby. So how is he a nigger if he's a baby? That doesn't even make sense. Like, how? How? How can he be that? He was just born. No, he's not. He, he was just not too long ago. I'm saying he's still a baby. So how? What makes you? What makes you? What... You see, she goes. Listen, this is still a baby. This is still a kid. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? This is still a baby. Why? Why are you calling him the N word? And she's like, No, he's not. You know what I'm saying? White supremacists don't see us as when we're infants or whatever. They see us. They see us as others they see us as other type of people that we have to go against so if we have to kill them while they're kids guess what they still gotta defend themselves i don't see them as kids i don't see them as somebody that's vulnerable i see them as somebody different than me and i have to defend my ge genetics you know what i'm saying so my line could further keep on going you know what i mean so that's what that's what she really means that's what re she really means. But then, you know, there's a lot of dead air. I'm going to cut all of that out. But she says something extremely interesting that I want you guys to hear. He needs help. Huh? I said he needs help. Who? Him. Why he need help? You're asking too much questions. You don't want to stand though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys heard that, mi gente? He needs help. She's like, what, you, what the fuck you talking about? He needs help. What, 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 what are you... What, what do you mean? What do you mean he needs help? You know what I'm saying? You asking too many questions. And she got that fucking dead look in her face like from the hills have eyes. You know what I'm saying? That dead evil fucking like satanic look. You feel me? But these are the type of people. These are the type of people that they, you know, that's how they think. These are the type of people when they see us, they have to show their dominance. And this is a small girl, nine, ten years old. In the end of the clip, she says she wants to go play with the kids. The mother doesn't let her play. Shout out to her. But this is a little girl. But the thing is, that little girl knows something that we don't know until we actually grow up. At an early age, she knows that her whiteness is going to get her places. At that early age, she knows that her whiteness is superior in this society than anybody else that doesn't look like her. This is a wake up call, my people. Kids, those little white supremacist kids are letting us know exactly how they feel. Those white supremacist kids are letting us know exactly what they think, because guess what? They're learning that shit at home. You know what I'm saying? While fucking Mama Joe is in the fucking kitchen, her 500 pound ass is, you know, cooking with like seven, eight kids and the dad is watching, still has a box TV, black and white, with the antenna on and all that, drinking with a, drink, drinking beer with a tank top on and a fucked up bed bug infested couch. She's still, she's like, hey, I'm, I'm still better than a black person outside because my rights will be protected. But these are the type of white supremacists that I like, honest. I like them honest. I like these type of white supremacists. Honest to the bone. Let me know who you are up front. Don't hide it. Let me know who you are up front. And I'll decide how I'm going to deal with you. You know what I'm saying? Let me know. Don't hide it. Getting us all confused. A lot of us, we're confused. Whenever we see white folks, we either do a couple of things. 
we either start, you know, smiling, like, hey, how you doing? And start trying to become that stereotypical, like, I'm not like all these other pe people out here. You know what I mean? Like Mexicans do that a lot. Mexicans really, I've I worked in a couple of restaurants, a couple of places. Mexicans do that shit a lot. Mexicans go around white folks and they work harder for white folks when, um, than when they, when they're out here not working for white folks. You know what I'm saying? Mexicans do that shit a lot. I've seen that shit. You know what I mean? But that that's the thing. But the funny thing is, she's not the only one out in a news cycle that, you know, went, went off the rails with their white supremacy. There was this woman that said something very controversial that she wants her town to be all white. Uh, check this out. What do you make of people criticizing you for your comment? Well, tell us exactly what you said uh, yesterday. You talked about you didn't believe in, you wanted to, what, what did you want to happen with Marysville? You didn't, you wanted it to stay a certain way. Tell us about that. Well, we like Marysville the way it is. But as far as having um, um, a black couple moving in, we have no problem with that. Um, but where it's wrong is when you have uh, a white, a white woman and a black husband, um, a white wife and a black husband together. That's wrong, and vice versa. Well, and why is that? It's simply what? It's simply against the Bible. Like I was telling her, uh, God created Adam and Eve, same kind, same race all around, and that's how He wants that. He's our example right there. So this white woman is basically using the religious philosophy, the religious angle. She's saying God made white people, and that's an example right there. She She's trying to codify her little bullshit, but she can't hold on to it. You know what I'm saying? Especially when the reporters are kind of questioning her bullshit a lot more. And her whole shit starts to fall apart. But the main thing is that white folks, they don't like to see mixed race couples. Why? Because the offspring of that mixed race couple is going to come out non-white. Yeah, it, it, it does. But if even if they say, well, you know, they're mixed, mixed is not a race. Okay. They're going to come out non-white regardless. And they know that. And the numbers of white people are actually going down, believe it or not. So... They want to protect that lineage again, that white genetic survival. But she keeps on going. Here, here it goes. Talk about what you want. What, what is it you want Marysville to stay? You said something in particular uh, that um, you wanted it to stay white. Tell us about that. Well, just that uh, is it's uh, a nice city the way it is. We have uh, meaning white. If if um, if black people if a black couple wants to move in fine mm -hmm. but to um but to have the mixed uh, marriage no talk about though but uh, why why then say uh it should stay white then talk about the and that's okay if you feel like that i'm i mean as far as a journalist you know mm -hmm. um what why do you think i mean you're entitled to your opinion why do you think marysville should stay white um, we like it the way it is. We moved when we moved here. Uh, we didn't know anything about it initially, and um, we have just been comfortable with the way it is. 
Now, shout out to that black reporter because she's trying to, you know, hold it together, trying to stay on code, but in the same time, she's basically just letting her keep on talking to basically dismantle her bullshit because everybody knows, even white folks know, this is fucking stupid. It, it doesn't make any sense. But she wants this white lady just to continue with her bullshit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people actually believe in what she says. And there's a lot of people that goes like, okay, I believe in what you say. I am a white supremacist too, but you're going a little too far. You know what I'm saying? You're going a little too far. And there's other people who are rational and go, yeah, you're bugging. You feel what I'm saying? But she goes on to talk about, you know, Latin folks by using code words. When she says foreigner, when any white person talks about immigrants or foreigners that's a jab by latin people let's keep it real that's basically what it is and you know this is what she says why don't you like foreigners why i mean like well, a, lot, let, a lot of people would say all of us are foreigners unless we're native americans so what's your issue with people who were not born in america uh the question would be um why did they come here in the first place what is wrong with their own country that's my question. What is wrong with their own country? All of a sudden, they're coming here for safety or whatever. Why do you think immigrants first came to America for a better life, right? It's the same well, they reason were... everyone came to America. Well, they... not blacks, but where did your family come from? Oh, goodness me, way back. Um, I'm not even sure how far back uh, my ancestors go. Italy, Germany. Germany. So this white woman, you know, have hand ancestors that come from Germany or whatever. And the majority of white folks do. The majority of white folks, what we got to understand is they talk about all this immigration, all this other bullshit and all this other stuff. This is, they, they're fucking immigrants them themselves. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of white folks, they lose that connection to where they came from, their ancestors came from in Europe. They lose that connection. The only thing that they got to identify is, is America. You know what I'm saying? But this is where she really goes in and talks about how she doesn't care about other white immigrants coming in here. She doesn't give a fuck. As long as you're white and you're an immigrant, you're good. You know what I'm saying? You're good. It's those other little brown folks. That's the one I got an issue with. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Whenever white folks talk about immigration rights and all this other crazy shit or immigration rights, that's they they don't they're not talking about them Canadians coming in here, those other European people coming in here. They don't give a fuck about them. What they care about is as long as they're not brown, they're all good. If you're not brown, you're down. You know what I'm saying? But li uh, just listen a little bit more for her bullshit. What about me? I'm English and my wife's Canadian. So she's foreign. Uh, my question would be, um, isn't that how Canada got started? Well, no, the question is, can we live in Marysville? Um, I don't know why not. Because well, I'm Canadian. What do you mean by that? Well, I cannot give out any names right now. But uh, we do have a neighbor that um, I found out in March that he is Canadian and she is American. And uh, they're both white. So that's okay. Yeah. Well, but she's foreign. Right. 
Um, I don't know if Canadian, yeah, Canadian would be foreign. So but we're, so but it's like we're sister countries. Wow. So there, there it goes. There it goes. And point, point blank period. Hey, I don't care if immigrants are white that come in here. You guys are not supposed to be here. I want Marysville all white. You feel what I'm saying? That's what she means by that. That's what she's talking about that. You know what I'm saying? So let's keep it real, my people. Let's keep it real. Whenever white folks, whenever ever white folks talk about immigration rights and all this other bullshit, that's what they're talking about. That's exactly what they're talking about. They're talking about keeping this shit white as possible. You know what I'm saying? That's what they're talking about. So, moving on to the main topic. Understanding the refinement stage of white supremacy. Now, what do I mean by that? Understanding the refinement stage. What do you mean by that, Radical Latino? What do you mean by the refinement stage? You know what I'm saying? What do you mean by that? Well, when any group, any organization, it's, a, uh, it's around for a long time and you already have put your claws into every asset and facet of society, you're going to have to evolve. You're going to have to refine yourself. You can't just be doing the same thing y'all were doing 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Can't be doing the same thing y'all were doing five years ago. You always have to evolve. You know, just like dudes have to evolve with the time. You know what I'm saying? When you hollering at girls in the train or whatever, now y'all on apps hollering at girls. You know what I mean? You got to evolve with the times. You can't just be coming out here with a with a mohawk, you know, painting it blue thing, talking about I'm poppy shampoo and shit. No, you got to evolve with the times. You know what I'm saying? Now, if everybody's running around in hover scooters, you got to evolve with the times, you know? So that's what white supremacy has done. White supremacy evolved with the times. It was modernized. It was, well, it was a little, you know, it was getting its footing with slavery. And then it got a little bit more modern. Jim Crow came and got a little bit more modern. And after Jim Crow ended, it got more modern. It just, you know, it started evolving with the times and stuff. It was more outwardly. Now it's more covertly. You know what I'm saying? So white supremacy evolves with time. That's why they got to be more secretive, even though some of them are out in the open. You know, you got throw little hand signals, the okay symbol and all this other shit. Now, the shooting that happened in Texas a couple of days ago, right? Where this white dude, um, you know, was stopped by the police. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the cop came out, he, this dude shot a cop, drove. And the, what the media is saying, my man went in a whole rampage, shooting everybody randomly and all that. Then got out, shot a postal worker, right? Took her van and started shooting some more. You feel me? And then got into a crash and then the police killed him, right? Okay. That's what the media is saying. Now, this is what the refinement statement is. This telling us that this shit was a lone wolf. This shit 
was just not manufactured by anything. This guy was radicalized. It just ha ha uh, happenstance. Some reports are even saying that he snapped. You know what I'm saying? Some reports are even saying that he snapped. Now, this is the thing that I got to tell to my Latin folks and also I got to tell to everybody else. White supremacy is going to start rearing its ugly head. You think Charlottesville was the epitome and the peak of that? No. That was just them letting you know we are still here. You haven't gotten rid of us. That's why they got the straight parade going around and shit like that. In other words, these little cold words, straight parade, that's another way of making a clan rally. They just had a clan rally. That's basically what it is, right? So they have these little things out there, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, straight parade, um, men going their own way. This little bullshit, when you really go to the crusp of everything and peel back the layers, it's white supremacy. That's all it is. Let's call it for what it is, you know what I mean? Now, what I see, what I see happening is that these white supremacists are just gonna go into a massive rampage, you know, and just say, hey, look, I snapped. I lost my job. Hey, look, I snapped. Uh, my girlfriend left me. Oh, look, I snapped. I just couldn't deal with the pressures of life. You know, this is what's gonna happen. But in reality, it's because they're trying to really hide what they really mean. You know what I'm saying? They're really trying to hide their white supremacy. All for every mass shooting that happened in Walmart, in um, the, 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 in New Zealand, the, the uh, synagogue and all these other shootings that happened. These motherfuckers were claiming Trump, putting him all over the place, having MAGA hats, shooting up people and all this other crazy shit, right? They were brandishing their ideology. Now they're saying, listen, we can still be effective, but we have to make it it's white supremacy still going to protect us. And we have to make it like we just lost our goddamn mind. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why I say that is because if you see the people that he was shooting random and I'm going to put it in quotes, shooting random, it's he was targeting these people. Let's keep it real. He was targeting these people. The people that he was shooting at random, they were all Latin folks. They were all Latin people. The the lady that he shot from the post office van, she was a Latina. And now why do I say that this was not a rampage and he was targeting Latin people? Again, this is a wake up call for us. My Latinos thinking that white supremacy just affects black folks. Why give a fuck? I'ma just keep my anti-black ass over here because those are the morenos and who can't no. No, 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 no. We're all in this shit together. You know what I'm saying? We're all in this shit together. White supremacy sees us the same. Alright? So the reason why I say that he was targeting Latin folks, check this out. They even interviewed his neighbors, right? One of his neighbors said he's mighty fine. He's all good. They haven't said if he was white or not, but his other neighbor said a different story. And they definitely said she was Latina. His other neighbor, his other neighbor said that she was actually scared. She got 
into her property with a gun fucking yelling profanities and all this other crazy shit then at night this dude would shoot at like fucking squirrels or whatever like you know and just get them as put them off as prizes so this is another way of just showing that this dude didn't just go on a random rampage this guy was targeting folks now i don't know if he had a manifesto the the cops didn't say anything I don't know if he had a manifesto, social media isn't saying anything, nor is the media. But if this dude just chose, let's keep it real. If this dude just chose to go on a rampage like that, it's because I believe that he was actually going to go to a mass shooting. It just got, you know, forwarded. You know what I mean? It was just forwarded because he got, he got stopped for not signaling. You know what I'm saying? He just got stopped for not signaling. Because you just don't randomly get stopped. And when a cop comes by, mind you, this is Texas. You could have a gun. You're white. Who gives a fuck? You know, but he starts shooting out of nowhere. Come on. That's just sounding a little, you know, a little suspect. You feel what I'm saying? So I think that he was actually planning something. You know what I mean? Everybody that he targeted were all Latinos. Come on, something, something gotta, you know, some of this shit is not adding up on top of that before the police chief even said his name or anything. Cause they were holding everything back. They were holding his name. They were holding everything after they divulged this guy's name. Coincidentally. Oh my God. Coincidentally, all his social media is like erased. All his social media is erased. Are you serious? So you mean to tell me you got this mass shooter that happened in Texas again, you know, first is El Paso. I think this one's Dayton, Dayton or whatever. And happened in Texas again. All the victims are all Latinos. And now you're just hiding this person's name. And then now mass shooter mind you he's in fucking he's in in headlines and primetime news nobody could find nothing else about this motherfucker are you serious this is all a game my my folks this is all a game my people family you guys just gotta understand something when white supremacy wants to protect themselves they don't have to lie they could literally tell you anything yeah, uh, Weinstein, yeah, he just, you know, he killed himself. Oh, well, he didn't have a history of, um, you know, suicide or whatever the case is. And, uh, the cameras malfunctioned and the, he got out of suicide watch, you know, out of nowhere. Now he was okay. He would have showed some signs before. No, 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 no. He, he, he killed himself. But no, I'm just saying it just doesn't make no, no, no. He, he killed himself. What, what makes you think that I want to believe that because I'm white and I say so. Oh, okay. Never mind. You must be telling the truth. You feel what I'm saying? We got to keep it real. My people, we have to keep it real. These people are not going to tell us the whole truth. And this is a refinement stage for white supremacy. It's a refinement stage because now they seen that any old white person 
with a history of mental illness or whatever the case is could just go up and you know out of nowhere and just start fucking brazenly shooting up the place you feel me now what do you think is gonna happen it's coincidentally the same thing happened in texas again come on come on this is not a coincidence how many times are we gonna just put the blind eye and just say hey it is what it is you know what i'm saying mi gente we gotta understand this we gotta understand white supremacy sees us the same we gotta understand this shit and mind you for all the people who is talking about latin folks are racist and it's part of their culture fuck you it's not true it's not true we're victims of white supremacy just as much as black folks is but the difference is that some of us are waking up and the rest of us who are older folks are still asleep and they're and they've been brainwashed by that white supremacist spaniard mentality talking about you gotta better your race by getting in with white folks you know what i'm saying that's not true that's not culture that's not culture but racism and hatred for somebody else is not a culture you feel what i'm saying but it's true it is what it is it's true this dude was targeting latin folks and when is enough enough when do we have to say enough is enough there's one thing that some Nelly fuller said which is extremely powerful extremely powerful he said they ignore you until you become effective they ignore you until you become effective now what does he mean by that he gave a couple of examples Malcolm X Martin Luther King they were ignoring this, these people until they got a nation behind them until they started becoming effective until they started actually implementing some change until they actually started waking people up you are ignored from white folks until you become effective and they'll eliminate you what were we doing this whole time after past the 60s from the 60s on what were we doing the whole time we were partying and bullshitting right we were partying and bullshitting this whole fucking time and we wasn't thinking that this shit was something that's gonna happen to us right whenever we are in a situation that is brazen in our face and the problem is a universal problem that's affecting everybody oh we all get on code then right that's when we all get on code i like honest white supremacists because we don't have to play the guessing game anymore we don't have to rely on other people getting conversations well what do you really think about his inner thoughts and darkest secrets do you really think that he actually likes me there was this one reporter one time that asked Richard Spencer, will he date a black girl? Like, motherfucker, are you serious? That's Richard Dan Spencer, what? You feel what I'm saying? White supremacy is extremely effective and has been effective for hundreds of years. Now, we're in this mode where everybody's waking up and I'm glad. And we shouldn't allow 
if Donald Trump doesn't if Donald Trump doesn't win, we shouldn't allow him forget this part and just just keep it going. No, it's still here. And I like honest white supremacy. Why? Because now we don't have to play the guessing game. Like I said before, we don't have to play the guessing game anymore. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to just flip a coin and just, well, heads he is, tails he's not, you know? We don't have to do all of that. We automatically know what this person is. And yes, we got some stupid motherfuckers out there, even though when Trump says all Latin folks are rapists, killers, um, gang members, we, they, he calls all MS-13s and all that. Well, you don't, he really didn't say, he said Mexico isn't bringing their best. Let's, I don't have, listen, I don't have to be a psychologist to understand what the motherfucker is saying. You know, the dude is saying exactly what he means. He doesn't like me. He doesn't like my kind. He doesn't like my people. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad that this is a wake up call for most Latin people because a lot of times we were asleep. We got to keep it real. We were asleep and this is, isn't something that we should be taking lightly. This isn't something we should be taking lightly. These mass shootings are not going to stop. Latin people are not going to stop getting targeted, but we have to understand that we are not alone. We have to understand that we got to get on code and we got to understand that in numbers, they actually fear us. If you like what I said, if you like what you hear, subscribe, um, hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to talk privately at radical underscore Latino underscore all, you know, it's both the same name at Instagram and Twitter radical underscore Latino underscore. And I'm going to catch you guys next week. Peace.